Welcome to another episode of Down with Joe DeRosa. One topic, one hour. Thank you for joining us. By us, I mean me. Oh, it's a lonely world out there, isn't it? It's a lonely world in here, inside this Toronto hotel room. Let's plug some stuff, guys. What do you say? Thanks for listening. Subscribe to this podcast. The new album is out now. Mistakes Were Made, the B-Sides. Double album of rarities from the last seven years. Available on iTunes and Amazon. Upcoming show dates include Scandinavia over the next few weeks, two weeks, I guess it is, all over the place. Performing in your fine Scandinavian cities that exist inside your fine Scandinavian countries. Uh, yeah, just look for me in Scandinavia. <laughs> uh, uh, also, the uh, weekend before Halloween, I'll be at Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia. Um, that Sunday night, I will be performing at the Lizard Lounge. Uh, a matinee show, very early show. I think it's at 5.30 or 6 p.m. Uh, and the Lizard Lounge is in the Chameleon in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. That Thursday following, I will be at Joker's Wild in Connecticut. And then that Friday and Saturday of Halloween, I will be at uh, the uh, Comedy Works in Albany. So come check out one of those thingamabobs. And you can look at the website, joederosacomedy.com, for the details. And let's get on to the bullshit. This is why you listen. This is why you tune in. Let me just start by saying, uh, before we get into the topic for today, uh, I, Neil Brennan once said on this podcast that doing podcasts are the worst thing. It's the worst thing in the world. That doing it for yourself, doing your own, getting to your friends, uh, agreeing to do your friends, it's just the worst. Podcasts are the worst. I totally agree. I am actually at the currently at the Toronto uh, uh, Comedy Festival, JFL 42, having a great time up here. Uh, I will be gone by the time you hear this, but, you know, I, I felt, I, I think I asked maybe two or three comics today if they wanted to be on this. I, I literally felt like I was asking them to borrow money. And you just see their face. When you ask, you go, do you want, do you want to maybe do my podcast? They're like, oh, uh, yeah. you know, I would, but I, I got, and it's like, dude, I understand, man. I understand. I, I, I want to tell you right now, just, I want you to say no. I don't want you to do this. Just don't, we all know that nobody wants to be a part of this interaction. I don't want to be asking. You don't want to be being asked. Oh, my God. If you don't have a podcast that's taking place in a theater in front of hundreds of people, n nobody wants to do it. And I don't blame them. I don't, I'm the same way. I don't. Who wants to do a podcast? Hey, come sit in my sultry hotel room, and we'll uh, be kind of hot, hunched over a laptop together, talking. Oh, God. It's terrible. Anyway, so we're back solo again. Uh, we had Sarah Schaefer on last week, and I thought maybe that would be the start of a run of guests, uh, but <laughs> apparently not. We're back alone once again. I don't mind doing these things alone because I, at the end of the day, I guess that's why you do it, right? You, you, you don't do a podcast to, to try to make other people do it for you. I mean, if you do an interview show, obviously, you got to interview people, um, or if you do a news show, you're going to have to do what would you call that investigative reporting where you speak to other people you know but th this kind of show it's like well, look it's on me the show's named after me i pick the topics i want to talk about it's, this is my problem this isn't anybody else's problem so why should i try to drag anybody into this anyway today talking about one of my favorite topics the devil god i love the devil that's a weird sentence Oh God, I love the devil. Um, I I wanted to talk about this because I, you know, I didn't realize. First of all, when I say I love the devil, I don't mean it in like a uh, devil worshipy way. I am just uh, I'm fascinated, fascinated by the devil. Uh, I, I find the character to be. Well, obviously, it's, he's the greatest villain ever created. I mean, and I usually save that slot for Darth Vader. Uh, for Darth Vader. I don't think anybody tops Darth Vader. But the devil. 
The devil does. The greatest fictional villain ever created. Uh, I know some of you might actually believe in the devil. Uh, it's not a real thing. I don't say that arrogantly, but the devil doesn't exist. Now some of you are going, well, that's the greatest trick, you know, that he ever pulled was uh, making you think he didn't exist. And to you I say, stop quoting the usual suspects to me, please. Uh, I don't think that, I think the idea of the devil is silly. I actually think the idea of the devil is sillier, believing in it, I mean, is sillier than the idea of believing in God. Um, I'm not really a believer in God. Uh, I don't, I'm not a person that mocks people for believing in God. I can find more uh, palpability, I think that's how you say that word, in the believance, in the believance of God. Uh, that's not a word at all. Believance. That's a good word. I think I just made a word up. Believance. That sounds like an album title. Maybe the next CD is going to be called Believance, everybody. Who knows? Anyway, I find the idea of God a little easier to swallow than the idea of the devil. Here's why I think the idea of the devil is so ridiculous. This isn't the only reason why, but I think this sums it up. Back in the 1980s, some of you were just being born. Some of you were only a few years old. Some of you, like me, were alive and old enough to know that this was happening. Back in the 1980s, certain people actually thought that Ozzy Osbourne was the devil. I'm going to say that again. Certain people actually believed that Ozzy Osbourne, the guy that put out an album called Osmosis, was the actual devil. That's what people thought. The guy that had a reality show, people thought that was Satan. The guy that is constantly shaking and mumbling and maybe pissing himself, you're not quite sure, they thought he was Beelzebub. The guy that has a wife who judges America's Got Talent, they thought that was Lucifer. The guy whose daughter is on fashion police. They thought that guy was the ultimate evil. The devil is fake. I rest my case. I mean, I rest my case. Do you need any more than that? Nobody ever thought, you know, uh, Celine Dion was God. Like, you know, if like, by the way, this wasn't a few people. This was like tons of people. Nobody ever did that with God. Nobody ever thought, like, the only time anybody thought, like, a regular person was God, they ended up burning together in some kind of compound somewhere. That's the only time that ever happened. And so the, the really crazy people that believe that quarantined themselves, and they orchestrated their own demise, and that was the end of it. Uh, so it was, it was the, the people that believed Ozzy was the devil, these people were like, it's like your mom or something believe that. Like, you know, your aunt, your nana, maybe your uncle. Maybe your uncle that you called unk. You know, maybe he, he said it to you. But it's, the, you know, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. It's so crazy. That's my Sam Rockwell impression that I've been doing. How is it? I think it's pretty good. Hey, 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 that's crazy. I'm not crazy. You're crazy. That's all I can do. I can just say those three sentences. Anyway. Um, but I love the devil. I love the devil. As much as I think it is absurd to believe that he's real, I love him. Um, and here's the thing. I don't necessarily think evil spirits don't exist. I don't know if I believe in ghosts or not. I don't know if I believe in an afterlife. You know, it's, we've, we did an episode on this podcast about the afterlife. I don't know if I actually believe in it or not. Um, maybe I do. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Uh, but if I do believe in the afterlife, uh, and uh, I then I would have to believe that ghosts in some form or shape exist. Uh, so, I mean, I guess if I could believe that there are pure and good energies out there, there, there would be also malevolent, malevolent, I know what I did. I, set, I fixed it. Uh, energies out there as well, which sounds like a contradiction or hip hypocritical. Hypocrit Jesus Christ, these words hypocritical that is a word fuck you that hey hey 
That is a word. I'm not crazy. Hypocritical is a word. Don't you don't you tell me it's not? Uh but you know what I mean. Well, Joe, if you believe that there could be demons, why can't you believe there would be a devil? Um, I don't know. Because I believe I don't know. Because I believe any one guy pulling any mystic one being pulling the strings of something is a little absurd. Uh, you know, maybe there's like a light and dark side to stuff, but any one, like a boss man, like a boss man overseeing all of it that has like a, well, that seems silly. And now I know you're thinking, well, but what about God? And once again, I bring you, I point you and direct you back to my Ozzy Osbourne argument. There, that's it. Case closed. Case closed. We, we can't, we can't tread this water anymore. We got to swim on. Anyway, I love the devil. I love the idea of him. Uh, he's the coolest character. And I didn't fully realize this. Uh, I didn't fully realize how truly uh, interested I was in him until this week. I was up here in Toronto, and uh, I was in a bookstore called BMV, which if you're ever up here, I strongly recommend a BMV. Uh, it's a discount bookstore. It's great. They have tons of tons of cool stuff in there they have a whole section of like vintage books and and weird you know like you find like all these weird old sci-fi collections and it's it's comic books it's great anyway they had a tremendous horror section in the bmv that i went to uh and i picked up a copy of the exorcist which is my favorite horror movie of all time the exorcist is my absolute favorite horror movie ever it's the scariest movie i've ever seen in my life it is one of the only movies that i i do not watch alone um it's the only movie that i won't watch alone um and that will probably change soon uh because i might grow up at some point but at this point in my life i won't watch it alone uh it freaks me out really really bad um and it's disturbing it's a disturbing movie any of these new exorcism movies? Yeah, you know, look. I love a good exorcism movie. And I've seen most of them. You know, The Last Exorcism, uh, The Devil Inside, uh, The Right. I really like The Right. Uh, exorcism of Emily Rose. The Right and Exorcism of Emily Rose are two great examples of what I'm about to talk about. These are PG-13 horror movies about exorcism, about the devil. PG-13 movies about the devil that doesn't really make a lot of sense uh i read online one time an article i think it was on movieweb.com where they were talking about how they might make the hellraiser remake pg-13 and the reporter said yeah you know because that's how the devil something along, along the lines of because that's how the devil would function like he knows where to draw the line yeah he has taste uh yeah anyway um but, you know, as, as cool as the right or the exorcism of Emily Rose are as movies, they can't hold a candle to the exorcist because the exorcist is an R-rated devil movie about demonic possession. And they, they sop up every available allowance in that war, in that, uh, within those R-rated parameters. They leave no stone unturned. Uh... Have you ever seen a a girl heave a cross into her vagina while screaming, may Jesus fuck you because she is overcome by a demonic spirit? Well, if you saw The Exorcist, you have. Literally one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in a movie. But effective because it's a movie about the devil. That's, that, that's the kind of fucking crazy shit the devil would do. That's, that's, the devil would get all in your shit like that. Like, hey, man, you think you know depraved? I'm going to show you depraved right now. Even if you're not religious, this is going to freak you out. By the way, can you hear that? There's a helicopter flying over right now, which is so weird because the opening scene of The Exorcist is helicopters in front of the sun. That's so weird that that just happened. That just freaked me out. That's freaking me out. Maybe the devil is real. Oh, God. That's it. My mom used to tell me when I was little, she used to say, um, this is a big Catholic belief that if you like watch 
you know, movies about the devil or read stories about the devil, you know, or demons and stuff, you're opening yourself up to those doorways. You know, they believe like if you play with like a Ouija board or something, you're 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 leaving yourself open to be uh, invaded by these spirits. And I always thought that was crazy. Uh, and now I'm freaked out and feel like I'm opening myself up to the devil because that helicopter just flew over. That really, whoosh. okay. Anyway, this is why I won't watch The Exorcist by myself. And I know what you're thinking, Joe. You don't believe in the devil. Why are you freaked out? I get it. I know it doesn't make sense. Leave me alone. That's why I love him, because he freaks me out even though I don't believe in him. Crazy, right? Nuts, I know. Doesn't make sense. What do you want from me? I'm not perfect. I'm just a schmuck doing a podcast. I give you my best. I give you my best. This is my best. And you know what? My best isn't good enough. I think we've all established that. I think we've all realized it. After this many episodes, my best is not good enough. It's going to just have to do. Anyway, The Exorcist. Favorite horror movie. Picked up a copy of the book. I've seen this movie, I can't even count how many times. Uh, many, 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 many times. I've seen it over and over again. Um, always with a friend, but I've seen it many times. Um, but I wanted to read the book. I wanted to read the book because I want it to be freaked out reading the book. There's something about reading a scary book, a truly scary book, um, by a really good author that that really knows how to write. You know, William Peter Blatty wrote The Exorcist, and he he's a very, you know, poetic with his writing. There's a lot of metaphor and stuff like that. And when somebody writes that beautifully, and then they're doing it within the horror genre, it's really creepy. There's a lot of imagery that's being painted, and and you're 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 forming pictures in your head of, of what's happening and, and, you know, he'll describe the mood of a scene and that puts images in your head. It's very freaky. And I knew that that would be the case with reading this book. So I wanted to read it because I thought, man, if the movie scares me, this book is going to scare the shit out of me. No, I'm not reading the book with a friend. I am reading the book alone. Uh, that, how pathetic would that be if I just sit with a friend? Just stay while I read this, Okay. And then just just watch me till I fall asleep, and then you can go. Uh, no, I'm reading the book alone, and I'm not too far. I'm only about a hundred pages in. Nothing too super freaky has happened yet, but there's been a couple creepy things, and it's it's scary. Uh, and I'm excited to get really scared. Uh, and I was talking about how I bought the book to my manager, and she said, "I would why why did what made you buy that book?" Um. She wasn't judging. She was just curious. And in that moment, I realized, because I love the devil. I love reading and watching anything about the devil. This is a story I already know. The screenplay for the film was written by the author. I know this will be a different experience, but for the most part, there's, I'm probably not going to get a tremendous amount of new information out of the book it's just going to be a different way of experiencing the story i believe i might be wrong i don't know um but i realized in that moment i just i wanted to experience this devil story again it's such an interesting character to me uh you know you take like uh devil's the devil's advocate the the pacino and keanu reeves movie you know one of my favorite movies um i love it so much i, I really think that's one of pacino's Absolute best performances, and I think he should. Was he nominated for that? He should have been. He should have been. I'm going to look that up right now, actually. That's something I'm going to start doing on this podcast, guys, is I'm, I'm going to, like, start, you know, I'm sitting at a fucking computer as I do this. There's no reason why I shouldn't be looking things up when I don't know them. It's very lazy that in the past I've just gone, I don't know, and then I just keep talking. So anyway, I'm looking at Al Pacino's Oscar nominations right now to see if he was, in fact, nominated uh, for The Devil's Advocate. If he wasn't, he should have been because he's amazing in that movie. And in that movie, I, I feel like there are a lot of different, uh, there are a lot of different interpretations of The Devil. Uh, oh, MTV Movie Award for Best Villain. Uh, 
Is that a nomination or did he win? It says nominations. MTV Movie Award for Best Villain. Um, I don't know if he won. Let's not get crazy. I said I'd look up if he was nominated. I'm not going to look up everything here. Uh, anyway, that one, that's one of the interpretations of the devil, and it's one of my favorites uh, of the different interpretations because it's it's the it's the seducer. It's the it's the guy who appears to be completely on your side and actually is trying to get you to do the right thing. So when you do hang yourself, you have nobody to blame but yourself. That's such oh, that's one of the coolest parts about that movie. There are moments in that movie where Keanu Reeves is tempted to do the wrong thing. And Al Pacino, he doesn't if you didn't see it, Keanu Reeves doesn't know Al Pacino is the devil. Uh, and Al Pacino is actually telling Keanu Reeves what he should do. He's saying, he's, you know, he's saying, don't, a movie about lawyers, he's saying, don't forget the trial, your wife's sick, go home to your wife, take care of your wife, I'll put somebody else on this case. Keanu Reeves will go, no, I can do this, I, I, I can't give this case up, it's too big, it's too important. So then at the end of the movie, uh, Pacino says, vanity, it's my favorite sin, is vanity is what makes people betray themselves and betray doing what they know is right. So here's this guy, the devil. Oh, he's on your team, man. He's on your team. He's trying to get you to do the right thing. He's part therapist, part counselor, part friend, but he tries to get you to do it in just the perfect way where he plays on your vanity and he knows that as he's pushing you to do the right thing, it's going to make you want to do the wrong thing even more. So you do it, and then he can say, ah, I got you. You fucked yourself. You can't blame me. Crafty. Crafty. That is attribute number one of the devil. He's crafty. Oh, I like that. Attribute number two, rottenly evil. Rottenly evil. No questions asked. No holds barred. Make no mistake. Another cliche. He is absolutely 110% just, just sinister, sinister. That's what I love, too. Once he's got you, once you make the deal, once you betray yourself and you commit to his team, that's it. There's no getting out. You're fucked. You're absolutely fucked. In for a penny, in for a pound. I love that. I love that. I don't like villains where it's like, you know, oh, well, they have a soft side to them and, you know, they're going to re be reformed. I mean, look, it's a great redemption story is always enjoyable. You know what I mean? And look, it's one of the coolest parts about Star Wars is that, you know, in Return of the Jedi, Vader finally, you know, finally uh, uh, fulfills his true destiny and, and kills the Emperor and and after he's fallen from grace, redeems himself in his final moments. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's awesome. It's a beautiful moment. It's great. But is there anything better than a villain that's like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what you say right now. I don't give a shit who you're going to pray to. I don't give a shit how much you beg. You're not getting out of this. Oh, it's rotten. It's like that Reservoir Dog scene with Michael Madsen. You can... Uh, you can beg all you want. I'm going to torture you anyhow. Oh, my God. It's like, it's th that's one of the scariest non-horror movie scenes I've ever seen in my life. Because you realize in that moment, this guy, this guy's playing for one team and one team only. And there's no compromise with that. That's another quality that fascinates me about the devil. He, he, is, he is relentlessly sinister. Attribute number three. Intelligent. An intelligent vil villain, not a barbaric villain, an intelligent villain. He orchestrates, he plans, he manipulates, he's slick, he's slick. That's why there are so many different interpretations of the devil. I've seen the devil in, you know, how many movies have you seen the devil character in? It's always different. You know, there's Angel Heart with De Niro, where De Niro's sort of like, you know, the sort of man in the shadows. There's the uh, the uh, uh, Constantine version of 
the devil. Uh, I forget the actor's name, but you know where um, you know he's sort of that like kind of goofy, playful, weird, like quirky guy. There's the devil's advocate interpretation. There's the sort of exorcist or demonic possession movie interpretation where he's just a beast, snarling, a monster. There are so many different interpretations because the character himself is so highly intelligent. He has so many different tools. He has such a wide skill set on how he's going to get his man that he's coming in from any angle he needs to at any time. He's a true shapeshifter. He's a true player. He's a true player. This really sounds like I actually am worshiping him right now, I just realized. And I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I swear I'm not. I swear I'm not doing this podcast with a goat whose throat is slit on the floor next to me. It's some kind of chalice of blood. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing I'm not recording this plod, podcast from from the inside of a configuration of candles. That, that's not happening, I swear to God. I'm sitting at a desk in the uh, Pantages Hotel. Just as, a, as normal as a man can be. I'm not a devil worshiper. I just think the character is super, super cool. Is that the same thing? I don't know. Is it? I think devil, I think the difference is devil worshipers admire the devil. They like, well, number one, they think he's real. And number two, they admire him. They're like, oh, Satan, I want me to be your evil slave. They do all that shit. I'm not, by the way, I just got like nervous when I said that because I felt like once again, I was opening my soul up to the devil. And I felt like a little like flutter in my, inside my lungs. And I was like, is that my soul fluttering? Did the devil just grab my soul? I get that feeling when I feel like really creeped out, like there might be like an evil spirit around me or something. I get like a little weird flutter in my lungs. Does anybody else get that? Everybody's like, no, Joe, that's probably actually a demon. That's probably what that feels like. Great. Great. What if you tuned into the podcast next week and I was like, I, 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 and I was possessed. What'd you do? And then, but then I just kept doing the podcast every week. Like I didn't change anything. Just, I was like, think next week I was just like, okay, we're going to be talking about healthcare. One topic, one, one guest, one hour. That's my uh, demon voice, which sounds exactly like a lady who smokes from Staten Island. Ah, uh, well, sweetie, you know, things get a little humid down in hell. I got to get better at voices. I think the difference between a devil worshiper and somebody like me who's saying I find the character fascinating is the devil worshiper actually wants to be part, you know, in league, part of the devil's army of minions. Uh, if the devil were real, I wouldn't be down with him. I wouldn't, like, want to hang out with the guy. I wouldn't think he was cool. Uh, I'd be like, this guy is terrible. Uh, but because he's not real, that's why I find him to be a fascinating and find a fun villain. He's a fun villain. He's, he's a comic booky type villain. You know, I think I've said this before, but, like, when people say to me, like, religious people will discuss the existence of God and the devil and that sort of thing, uh, which, by the way, the devil only exists in the Catholic uh, faith, uh, the Christian faith. That's the only place that the devil is real. Uh, that nobody, no other faith believes in in the devil. Uh, I believe the closest you could ever come to it in any other faith was was Hades, which was part of uh, you know Greek mythology. But even ha well, it's a similar story. Hades was God's brother. He was cast down into the netherworld. Uh, they didn't call it hell. Um, you know, the devil was the archangel Michael, fell from grace, was banished from heaven, sent to rule hell, which was the netherworld. Very similar stories. Um, you know what I think would be fun? Actually, to look up the devil and see what else we can find out there as I talk about this, like other similar stories, you know. <laughs> it's so funny. The devil wears Prada just popped up. Oh, there's yet another interpretation of the devil. Not a literal one, but there you go. Why don't they ever make the devil a woman in anything? Right? They never, have they ever done that? I've never seen the devil played by, that'd be awesome. Why don't they ever do that? That'd be great. And, and Meryl Streep would be awesome at it. 
Imagine Meryl Streep playing the real devil in a movie. God, that would be fucking awesome. Meryl, call me, babe. Let's do it. Um, what the hell was I talking about? I got so sidetracked talking about my fantasy Meryl Streep movie and, and typing the devil into Wikipedia that now I don't remember where the hell I was. That's what I was saying before. Oh, if I thought the devil was real. Oh, it's a fun character. That's what it is. It's a fun character. It's very comic booky. Uh-huh. And here we go. I'm back on it. When people uh, that are religious talk to me about God and the devil, and they say, like, well, how come you don't believe in these things? I'll say, I, my response is always, you don't think I want to? You think I don't want to believe in this? Like, this, I'm, I'm like a comic book fan. I'm a fantasy movie fan. I love all that stuff. God versus the devil. That's the greatest comic book type story I've ever heard of. There are two armies, one of light, one of good, being led by the ultimate depiction of, of holiness versus the ultimate depiction of evil, and they're battling for my soul. Could there be a cooler comic book story than that? That's the best. That would be the best comic book story ever. Um, you know, it's and comic books have touched on it. If you never read Preacher, I would strongly recommend it. It's a really, really terrific, terrific story. Uh, and that's all I'll say. Just go out and buy it and read it. Just trust me. Um, but the devil, I'm here on uh, I'm here on uh, Wikipedia, and I know Wikipedia isn't necessarily the most, uh, you know, uh, accurate resource. But uh, hey, that's how we do it over here. Uh, here we go. Devil in different religions, and it says Abrahamic religions, uh, which one of those is Judaism. In mainstream Judaism, there's no concept of the devil. Okay, we've established that. Uh, this is Apocrypha. Uh, in the Book of Wisdom, the devil is represented by the one who brought death into the world. And that takes place in the second book of Enoch, where the watcher angel called Satanael I guess that's how you say that, S-A-T-A-N-A-E-L, uh, which obviously is where Satan comes from, uh, describing him as the prince of the Gregory, who was cast out of heaven, okay, this is very similar to the Christian story, and an evil spirit who knew the difference between what righteous and sniffle was, I don't, or sinful, <laughs> sinful, sniffle, he knew the difference between uh, righteousness and having a cold and some congestion. Uh, he was cast out of heaven, and then he started uh, a line of uh, sinus products. Perhaps you've heard, you've heard of it, uh, NyQuil. That's not a sinus project. I couldn't think of a sinus medicine quickly enough. I should never ad lib ever. I I literally couldn't think of a silent sinus medicine quickly enough. I the NyQuil was the oh guys. If you ever wanted to know when I truly do hate myself. It's in those moments. In those moments, I, I literally see my career ending before my eyes. I see it happening because I was unable to reference. I'm a comedian who was unable to reference a sinus product. Oh, my God. Kill me. And I'm sinusy right now. I'm taking medicine right now because I have a cold. Anyway, apocrypha. These are statements are claimed... Uh, that are of dubious authenticity. The world's origins is the medieval Latin uh, uh, adjective apocryphus, secret or non-canical, uh, from the Greek adjective obscure. Sorry, I'm stumbling because there's a lot of like little, like, like they have like the Greek words and that you have to skip over those to then get to the other the English words. Uh, I also don't even understand what I just read. Uh, I got nothing. I, uh, okay, Apocrypha, I understand. These are claims uh, of dubious origin about how the world was created. And I guess, you know, according to Apocrypha, which is not a religion, but a claim, uh, that they, that, that's the belief that the devil brought uh, death into the world. Okay, now Islam has the devil. I didn't know that. Ooh, let's read about this. This is, this is going to be interesting. In Islam, the devil is referred to as Iblis, or sometimes the Shaitan. Uh, it says Arabic, uh, like the usage of the word Satan in the Hebrew Bible, Shaitan is also a word used to refer to uh, being called demons 
in the Christian Bible, especially the New Testament. Okay, so Shaitan, I, I would assume is how it's actually said, is similar to Satan. According to the Quran, God created Iblis, or is it Iblis? I don't know. Along with the other jinn, jinn or demons. Uh, if you don't know, that's one thing I do know. Out of the smokeless fire. How do you not love this? I mean, it's so, God, man. Out of the smokeless fire, the primary characteristic of the devil besides hubris is that he has no power other than the power to cast evil suggestions into the heart of men and women. There you go. There you go. Again, leaving them to free will, which is why, again, this one of the reasons it's such a fascinating character. He doesn't force the hand. He can't directly interfere in the sense of like just going out and killing people. He can only he can only drop the seeds of evil, and then if it develops from there, it's your fault, and you're up shit's creek. Uh, extreme pride and confidence. I love that they brought up. I love that they brought up the hubris because that was sort of one of the ones we we, we left out of his different attributes. Um, you know, hubris being, as I said, extreme pride or, or confidence. The uh, that's that's another awesome quality in a villain because therein lies the weakness your your villain has to have a small weakness there has to be the one scale on the dragon that the arrow can go in or the one little hole in the death star that the that the photon torpedo can cause the chain reaction and make it blow up there's got to be the one weakness and hubris is the devil's weakness it also works very greatly for him to his benefit but it's great to think like this guy's so proud he can fuck himself that's how the Pacino does himself in at the end of uh, the uh, the Devil's Advocate, because he's so proud, and he has so much he has so much confidence that he's got Keanu Reeves by the balls, and Keanu's just going to fall into his grasp at the end with this plan that he's devised, and then Keanu shoots himself in the head, and Pacino didn't even see that coming. That's the one way his plan could get foiled. He didn't even consider it because he was too proud. He is too arrogant to understand his, his own potential downfall. Great. This is the stuff that villains are made of. Here's uh, in the Baha'i faith. Is that how you say that? I, I like, that, by the way, that I keep asking that as if some, like you can speak to me as I do this and tell me, no, Joe, that's not how you say it. Oh, boy. Uh, the Baha'i. Behai, Behai. I don't know how to say that. I've literally never seen that word before, and I'm now on um now on their Wikipedia page, trying to figure out exactly what it is. And I'm there's a lot here, so now I feel stupid because I feel like this is a religion I should have heard of. Uh, but it says it basically started in Persia during the 19th century Ottoman Empire. So that's where we're at with this in their faith. So I was wrong, by the way. The devil apparently is depicted in other. Uh, Oh, no, no. It says right here, a malevolent superhuman entity such as the devil or Satan is not believed to exist in their faith. There you go. Uh, here is Yazidism, an alternate name for the main deity in the, ten in the tentatively Indo-European pantheon of the Yazidi is Shaitan, S-H-A-I-T-A-N, Shaitan. Rather than satanic, however, see, rather than satanic, however, better understood as a remnant of pre-Islamic Middle Eastern religion. Okay, so it sounds just like besides Christianity, um, excuse me, I have a cold. I, I don't mean to sniffle into the mic there, but I did. Uh, it sounds like other outside of Christianity, the only um, religion that seems to really believe it is also Islam. Uh which, again, I think, you know, supports my theory that it's kind of just like, I don't know, it's not that believable of a thing to me. It's kind of, right? Am I wrong here, people? People, am I wrong? I don't think that I am. I think I made a good point, and now Wikipedia is backing me up. I don't give a shit. Ah, further reading, though. Hinduism does not recognize any central evil force. Buddhism does. A devil-like figure in Buddhism is Mara. He is a temper who is also tempted by Gautama Buddha 
by trying to seduce him with the vision of a beautiful woman who, in various legends, are often said... Oh, he t- I'm sorry, he did not tempted by Buddha. He tempted Buddha, excuse me. Uh, so he tempts Buddha with, with women. I love that that's one of the devil's main tools, is sex. That's one of the things he's always going to tempt you with, is sex. Because he just... This guy is good, isn't he? He's really good. He's really good. That's when I start to, like, I think, like, I'd say no to the devil. Yeah, and of course I'd say no. And then you think about, like, oh, but then he could throw a lot of, a lot of free fuck in front of me. And then you think, uh, is, you know, could I? Could I? Could I? I don't know. I think I could decline the money, the temptation of the money, uh, perfect career kind of thing. You know, all that stuff. It's like, no, because then I'm going to go to hell. But, man... He dangles that, ooh, he dangles that sweet, that sweet little, I'm trying to think of respectful ways to say the word vagina right now, and I'm, I can't think of any. There is no respectful way. There's, you don't, vagina, that's the respectful way, and that sounds gross to go, he dangles vagina in front of your face. They're women, Joe. He dangles women in front of your face. That's what you're trying to say. Stop trying to funny it up, funny it up all the time with your stupid slang words. And your filth. See? I am failing. Right here. Devil's giving me free will to describe something in a respectful way. I'm choosing not to. I'm choosing to describe it in a, in a disrespectful way. Here's something I wonder. After one of the, speaking about, you know, you know in, in reference to being in league with the devil. Here's what I always wonder. Let's say you did sell your soul to the devil, right? And then you died. Uh, and you went to hell. Does, is the only option being tortured the whole time? You know, and like living in hell and torment or whatever. Or could you actually like work for the devil? You know? Because then I think like, what does it really matter? Let's say the devil is real, right? And you go down to hell and you're like, all right, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll work for you. I'll just be on your team. Well, then you're just on his team. It's like, well, you'd be doing all this evil stuff. Yeah, but there'd be no punishment for it because the, you, you're working for the devil. You work for the boss. You wouldn't get punished for any of the bad stuff you did. You just go on through the end of time like trying to annoy God and piss God off. Because, I, I, I mean, there can't be death after death, right? Like, God can't destroy the devil and his minions. They just fight. It's, it's you know, I think it's more like an oh, oh, fooey situation with, with between the two of them, you know? It's more like they get annoyed with each other. Did you ever see Oh God, You Devil? You know? the uh, Did you ever see that one? George Burns? Anybody? Why am I saying this? Like, you, you can respond. I don't... I'm, I'm losing my mind doing this podcast. This is what happens when you sit in a room by yourself and talk to somebody that's not there. You just talk to you by yourself into a micro. You lose your fucking mind. I'm talking like there's people here that can respond to this. Holy shit. Oh, God, you dead. Well, there's Oh, God, and then there's Oh, God, book two. Right? And then uh, and then the third one is called Oh, God, you devil. Uh, and, that, and that one, George Burns plays God and the devil. And the first two, he just plays God. Uh, but at the end, they play, uh, they meet in a casino, and George Burns plays George Burns. Uh, in a in a hand of uh, poker or something for for the main character's soul, and it's just it's literally like the devil loses, God wins at the end, and then it's literally just like, ah, damn you! All right, I'll see you later. It's like playful almost. So I mean, I don't know. I guess what I'm getting at is if you're gonna go to hell, work, work for hell. Opt opt even if it's long weeks. Even if it's you know sixty plus hour weeks, I, I I would I would choose the work part because then you're just, it doesn't matter anymore. There's no more judgment. I want to take some of your questions on this. We we do have tweet questions, you know, so I can stop talking to a wall right now and at least talk to a phone, and feel like I'm conversing with somebody. Here here's one from at Carlos Fugazi. Uh, what's his favorite nickname? The Beast Lucifer. I don't know what his favorite nickname is. He goes by so many names. I always love that line. That's always in like a lot of devil stories. I go by many names. Uh, I always thought Napoleon was the scariest one. 
That one gives me like a little, ooh, just when I say it, it gives me a little chill. Uh, is This is from Joe Triscuit. Is the devil a nice guy or a bully? I, here's the thing. I don't think he's a, well, some interpretations, obviously, he's a bit of a bully. He's, if, you know, the exorcist, he's possessing a 12-year-old girl. Which, by the way, I know that that story is technically about a demon named Pazuzu. Uh, it's not about the devil himself. But, you know, come on. Uh, I don't think he's a bully, usually. I think he actually plays a nice guy to try to get you to do the wrong thing, which is what we were saying earlier. Um, but uh, not a bully. Doesn't force your hand. Doesn't force your hand. That's what makes him interesting. Uh, here's from Frank. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. At eMaster1980. At eMaster1980. Uh, the devil is real, and he wears a tailor-made suit. Helps you get into debt. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, that is true. This is from friend of the show, Nikki Glazer. How are you already out of topics? Well, we're not, Nikki. I like this topic. Sorry, is it not brainy enough? Sorry, should we talk about the right versus the left? Is that what we should be doing? Oh, should Obamacare, is that a good topic? It's a great topic. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, this is from, how do you say this guy's handle? Gabrielle Tarango, G-A-B-R-I-E-L-E-T-A-R-A-N-G-L. Gabrielle Tarango. By the way, Gabrielle, congratulations for sending a question through the podcast uh, about the devil uh, and having a name that literally sounds like the name of some kind of dark angel or demon. Uh, when did the devil go down to Georgia? Well, you have to listen to the song, man. You got to listen to the song. By the way, my friend's band, uh, my friends have a band. I, uh, his name is Kit, and he has a band called Wally, and they did a great cover. The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Uh, you can find it on their self-titled album. Wally is the band. There's another band out there called Wally. I'm going to tell you how to know which one you're dealing with. The Wally I'm talking about is speed metal art rock. Every song is about a minute long. It's insanity. It is a sonic assault. If it doesn't sound like that, it's the other Wally. Uh, anyway, check them out. Uh, here's from Charles Landreth. L-A-N-D-R-E-T-H. Been doing some research, and the term Satan originates from the Roman god Saturn. Really? That's very interesting. That's very interesting. Now, let's look that up. I want to know what that's all about. Satan origins. We're going to write into the, to the old thing here. You know what I hate on the iPhone? When you're typing in something, and then like your reminders thing pops up, and, I, and and then you can't keep typing because it's because you got to close the reminders. I know it's trying to help me. I asked it to set the reminder. Then I get mad at it that the reminder pops up while I'm trying to do something. Um, guess what the reminder was? To do the podcast. Yeah, because I give a shit. I give a shit, you cocksuckers. Uh, the origins of sin. That's a book. Come on. Well, back to Wikipedia. <laughs> Satan is a term as well as the name of a figure appearing in the text of the Abrahamic religions who brings evil and temptation is known. All right, we know all this. Come on, where does it come from? Where does it come from? Where does it come from? Too many things. Too many. Th well, it's too much. All right, we're just going to take your word for it. It comes from the term Saturn. i got to get an assistant that can look stuff up. Uh, this is a question from Evan Comedy talking about the devil. He says, the movie or the person. Uh, there is no movie called The Devil. Uh, there's only a person. So the person. Uh, not too, not too many questions today. Maybe you, maybe the devil topic isn't resonating with all as much as I like to think that it would. It's the. This is a good top. I'm not going to get in my head now about this topic that this wasn't a good topic. This is a terrific topic. There's nothing wrong with this topic. I just wanted to bring a little attention to the most evil being that has ever lived. I find it interesting. I'm at a festival. I've been doing shows every night. I'm tired. I'm sick. I gave you my best. And it wasn't good enough. That's the only thing you need to take away from this podcast, that my best wasn't good enough. And I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. It's just going to have to do.
But thanks for listening, everybody. Maybe I'll sell my soul to the devil, and this will become an even better podcast. Wouldn't that be the saddest devil deal ever? If I <laughs> Why'd you sell your soul to the devil? Just two guys in hell. Uh, I did it to uh, inherit a Fortune 500 company and have ultimate power and wealth. What'd you do it for? I uh, wanted my podcast to be more popular. Oh, that's cool. You, uh, you know, you didn't think of uh, maybe just, you know, maybe joining like a, the Nerdist Network or something? No! I didn't think of that. Shut up. Hindsight's twenty twenty, my friend. Anybody can be a genius after the fact. At the time, it made sense. I think they're hiring down here? Because this is, this is, uh, I don't like this torment stuff. Oh, and he closes it out with a little ad lib act out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Down with Joe DeRosa. I just I really enjoyed doing this one today. Uh, I, and, and by the way, here's why last week was superheroes and this week was the devil. Uh, aside from the fact that I'm interested in these topics, I don't want all of these to be, you know, you know, uh, morality, uh, pe- pessimism and optimism. Yeah, you, know, you know that that those, those topics are a little weightier and and interesting and fun to talk about. Sometimes I want it just to be a fun thing. I want it to be stuff that I'm just kind of interested in. So, you know, maybe next week uh, it'll be something more serious, or maybe next week this this whole concept of lighter material will uh, devolve even more, and I'll be on here talking about quarter pounders for an hour. It doesn't matter. I could do whatever I want. It's my show. Get off my back. I sold my soul for it. Buy the new album. Mistakes were made. Uh, in digital stores now. Double album, 10 bucks. Uh, upcoming dates, check out JoeDeRosaComedy.com. I said them all at the beginning. You can check back at the website to find the details for those. And as always, please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave a review uh, or a rating on iTunes. We'd appreciate it. And uh, that's it, folks. This episode of Down with Joe DeRosa is brought to you by the Underlord himself, Satan. Why? Because... God isn't there for us.